Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm delighted to be joined by Mr. Darius Fulgham. I hope yes, I pronounced your name correctly. Dude, you pronounced it perfectly, man. One of the, one of the very rare few that have... <laughs> You're going to get that quite a lot. <laughs> sure. I'll take it. I'm used to it. I've been like this since, since elementary school. Okay. <laughs> Darius, um, I don't even know where to start with you. Um, obviously, I was alerted of the news that you can tell us in a little while, a few days ago. And um, I mean, you're someone that I'd heard of since the 2018 Golden Gloves, which we'll come on to uh, in a little while. But why don't we just kind of start by talking about uh, the news we saw you post on your Instagram a few days ago that you've got an announcement coming. So why don't you talk to us about that first? I'll give you the opportunity to, to tell us about that. I'm super excited to announce it, man. I've just signed with SGM, uh, with Sam Jones and Adam Morale, two best in, in, in the business of boxing, man. I'm super excited to begin my journey with them. You know, I've been talking to Sam for a while now, you know, and, and he's put a, a, lot, a lot of press with me. He's always made sure he's checked on me whenever. Since last year, you know, and he didn't know if he was going to be able to sign me or not. He's always kept in touch, always kept in contact, and he's just all around a good guy, man. I'm so excited to begin my journey with him through, uh, through the pros. Okay, so, you're, I mean, you're currently ranked as the number one heavyweight in the USA, but you won't yes. be making your debut as a heavyweight. You will be a couple of weights lower, light heavyweight. Yeah. yeah. So... You know, it was crazy how it started because I'm really small for, for heavyweight. I, I don't ever crack above 200, 200 pounds or 91 kilos. Um, normally, I walk around like 190 pounds. And that's that's no cutting, no no dieting. That's just me just doing my normal workouts. And I've exceeded really well in the, in the States-wise at, at heavyweight. I've been a lot faster, a lot slicker than, than a lot of my opponents. And that's how I've gotten by. And... 175 is right there. I can make 175 easily, you know. Really, it was, a, it was actually a complete accident how I ended up at 91. You know, I've always been in the person, if you can fight, you can fight. You know, weight does play a factor at a certain level, but at the cost in the amateurs of, of having to cut and drain yourself day after day, uh, I felt like I, la- I lacked in performance that way. And I was in school at the time, and this when I went to uh, National Golden Gloves. So I won National Golden Gloves at, at 201 and 91 kilos. And... It was a complete accident. The, the competition in Houston was a lot stiffer at heavyweight at the time. 
And when I was in school, I wasn't – I didn't have the flexibility of being able to leave Houston to go compete at a lot of the big tournaments, which kind of hindered my uh, my pr- pr- promotion-wise in, in boxing because I wasn't able to go to all the U.S. nationals before, right, until I graduated. And I didn't – so when I was doing Golden Gloves, we go from Houston Golden Gloves. Once you win there, you go to Texas Golden Gloves, and then you go to nationals. So you had to win each one to go to the next level. And I thought I was only going to be able to do Houston Golden Gloves, so I was like, well, I might as well just fight the best competition in Houston at the time, which is a heavyweight. So I went up just to fight a heavyweight, and I was like 180-something pounds. And I won, and my schedule ended up freeing up, and I was able to go to state. And I was like, okay. I went to state, won state at at heavyweight, then I went to nationals, and ended up winning nationals at the heavyweight. And I said, I think, you know, this is a better suit of weight for me. And I ended up doing that for the Olympic trials as well. Okay, that's quite a bit of information. Um, I know, I threw a lot out of my bed. I'm sorry, I threw a lot no, Don't apologise, we, we like that, we like that. Um, Barry, so what, what did you just kind of track back to 12 months ago? Um, obviously, it wasn't an ideal situation because of the, the pandemic, which we're still kind of currently in at the minute. But I just wanted you to explain to me the switch situation last year regarding the qualifiers, etc. Yeah, it was, a, it was a difficult situation for a lot of us. Um, a lot of uncertainty. We didn't know what was going to happen. So after I won the trials and I was officially announced on, on Team USA, uh, we were getting ready for our qualifiers to secure our spot for the Olympics. Um, and so we we're going to go to Argentina in May of 2020. I mean, I made March of 2020. And right around that time was when the pandemic hit big time and everything got shut down. We all went on lockdown. We all went on quarantine. And uh, we were kind of just stuck. Like, we didn't know what was going to happen. So we didn't go to Argentina to qualify. We all went home. And um, we're at home for a couple of months until everything kind of opened back up. Then we started getting hearing noise and hearing word that the Olympics were still going to happen. And they just moved it to next year. And once we had heard that, um, they renewed our contracts. So we're still on Team USA for the following year. We got to, to compete a little bit internationally and um, get some experience. Going into May of 2021 is when we're going to they uh, move the date for their, our qualifiers in Argentina again. And luck be having it again. We were training in training camp, getting ready for it. They canceled it again. And that was our only opportunity to get our spot in Tokyo. And um, unfortunately for me and a couple of my teammates, how they changed the um, system to qualify for us was by basing it off of rankings of 20, from like 2017 to 2019. But I wasn't on the team at that time to have any ranking points to get a spot. And it was like that for me and a couple other guys. And so we were unfortunate where we didn't even have the opportunity to compete and qualify. Well, I say everything happens for a reason and kind of fast forward to where we are now, uh, almost like a year on and you're obviously on the verge of turning professional. So I suppose this was meant to happen like this for you. You know, I've thought about that a lot. And I said, you know, I thought the Olympics was going to be my destiny, but and then I think my destiny is to be a, be a world champion. And, uh, that's that's going to happen. So, I mean, let's talk about your link-up now with uh, Sam and Adam uh, S-Jam. Obviously, UK fans are very familiar with them. Sam more so because Sam's got the bigger mouth from the two. Of- he's got he's got a mouthpiece uh, like no other. <laughs> you, know very well, you know him very well. But um, the stable that they've assembled at S-Jam is growing uh, by the month or, or week or whatever. You know, they've got Joe Joyce, obviously, and They've got a couple of other heavyweights in, in Guido and, and, and UK's Johnny Fisher and yeah. guys like Florian Marco. So what was it specifically about um, Sam and Adam that convinced you to go with them to guide your career? 
I think one of the big things is 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 the belief they have in me. You know, that was something huge that I trusted in. You know, ever since I've been talking to Sam, he believed in me so much and he instilled how much what we can do, what we can make happen. And like any other manager that you talk to, they're gonna promise you all these things, but there's something about them I just believe like. And it wasn't just the fact of their belief in me, but also the many things that I've heard from random people that talked about Sam and Adam. A lot of them talk greatly about how well they take care of their fighters and how much how much um, how much they put into them. You know, they don't have such a big stable. They don't have as many as like a, some other managers do where they have like 20 plus fighters or something like that. You know, small enough where they can give each one their, their own attention. And that's that's what I like the most is just I, I like the kind of like family vibes that I got from them. Like, like you know, they're one of my own, you know. So that was something that, that I really uh, drew me to them. Is it the plan for you to kind of have your initial fights as a professional over the U.S.? Is there a possibility we may even see you over here at some point? Uh, in Europe, or is that a possibility? Absolutely. Me and Sam have talked about that, about give me fighting all across the world. So not just in the States, over uh, over the pond, too, in, in Europe, and fighting in the UK. That is definitely a part of the plan. So I don't want – I want to go into this uh, at a different time because this is kind of a, a, an introduction to yourself for people that, yeah. that haven't heard you speak before. But um, – I just want to touch on the fact that you're you're a nurse graduate as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes. Can you just kind of, yeah, uh, not talk me through the whole thing, but just kind of you talk to me a little bit about that. You know, boxing has been so tough, man. But I have to, I have to be honest. Man. Nursing, going through nursing school is one of the most challenging things I've ever done. And not just going through it alone. I've been, I was boxing at the same time while I was in nursing school. You know, I won national golden gloves while I was still in school. Um, and having to juggle both of those at the same time was extremely challenging. But that's something that I really want to kind of change about, about boxing. I want to create a different light about the people getting an education. Boxes aren't just for, you know, a lot of people shed lights and stories on boxes that, that have, have came from, from nothing, which is very admirable, too. Like, you know, I love hearing those, those come-up stories. But there's a lot, you know, boxes come in a lot of shapes and sizes. And I kind of want to change that, that stigma that boxes are, can just fight. They're just, you know... Dumb. They don't really have anything intelligent going on, but there's a lot of intelligent people that I've met throughout boxing. Um, but nursing school has really, really changed my life. It was something that, that, that I made sure that I finished. I made it. That was my priority above boxing at the time because I had to make sure that, you know, you never know what can happen in, in any form of athletics. You know, it could be something as simple. It only had to be that you're not good enough. It could be something as simple as just a simple accident and that can ruin your, your career. So I want to make sure I had something stable fall back on but boxing is my absolute passion like if i wanted a stable job what would I, be, I, I can just go be a nurse this is something i'm extremely passionate about that i i don't want to turn back on or, or leave nothing behind so i'm boxing's got my all hope, undivided attention um it's something that I'm, I'm gonna be at the top at so obviously from a management standpoint uh you're sorted from a promotional standpoint, what's the what's the deal there? I'm assuming you are talking to various people regarding that. Yeah, well, uh, we're in talks with, with all the different promoters. We, top Rank is doing well. They've been around a long time. They've shown that they can bring people up. I'm a huge fan of Top Rank. Matchroom is doing exceptionally well. I'm a fan of theirs as well. They're, they're both now kind of global platforms now. And I think uh, I just heard the news that Top Rank got to deal with in Sky Sports and and I love both of those. Also, PBC is doing doing well too. They, 
their quality has, has really improved too on their, on their shows. Um, so I really like all the major promotional companies all in talks with, with, with all of them. So we want uh, to make the best decision possible on, on which one can help um, guide my, my career the best. Obviously, Matchroom has just signed a, a huge deal with the zone to have their fights mm-hmm. over here aired after a, a long-standing relationship with Sky Sports. So, uh, did you catch much of uh, Mr. Eddie Hearn over there? Yeah, I always watch his interviews. Uh, Eddie Hearn is, a, is a, one of the more popular figures, especially over here in the States. You know, everybody loves hearing Eddie Hearn talk. Uh, he's got a good mouthpiece on him as well, and, and we love hearing his opinion, what he has to say about fighters. And he gets a lot of fights done as well, too. Um, Eddie Hearn is, is really doing his, his, his thing in, in, in the boxing world. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, I like what he does with a lot of fighters and, and what he's done for a lot of my friends of mine that I have that are boxing now. Uh, he, he's doing a good job of promoting all his fighters. Did you just say Eddie Hearn's popular in America? Yeah. Okay, well, popular popular go by different by different terms. But popular, everybody knows of Eddie Hearn. <laughs> I'm not saying he's liked by everybody. I, don't I, 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 like, I like Eddie Hearn, though. And, and a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of some of my teammates are, are fans of him as well. But I'm not I can't I can't say everybody likes him. You know, everybody's gonna have some haters, but <laughs> I'm sure he can take it. I'm sure he can take it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he doesn't mind. So any ideas when this will all kick off for you, Darius? When will you start your professional career? You know, I'm not sure. It, it could be a couple months from now. We're just trying to make sure we do the process right. And we make the right make the right decisions. Um, I'm I'm ready to fight. You know, I'm, I'm always training. So uh, whenever I get the call, I'll be ready. Um, just finally, talk to me about who's guiding you training wise. Actually, you know, it's funny enough. I can just show you him right now if you don't if you don't mind. He's actually sitting right next to me. Yeah. Do you want to meet the man himself? I'd love to meet the man I, himself. I'm gonna meet the. I'm gonna introduce you to the man himself. His name is Darnell Pierce. Hey, Darnell, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Are you good? Yeah, I'm doing well. I didn't know this... you were sitting next to him, Darnell. Yeah, I've been sitting here since y'all got on the phone. <laughs> Just a word from yourself, Darnell, about how good Darius is going to be when he turns professional. Ah, uh, man, you making me do too much. You trying, <laughs> trying to make me talk and stuff. <laughs> no, you know, the end of at the end of the day, even going into the amateur, uh, to the amateur circuit, that was a conversation we had. Uh, we, a couple of us, we always felt that he was better prepared to be a professional fighter than an amateur fighter. Um, the amateur style, something he had to try to uh, adapt to to do well in it. Um, but the majority of the time he spent training has been with pros. So this, I think, this is going to be a lot easier than going to the Olympics. So. I'm looking forward to this journey, and I don't have a doubt in my mind that uh, we're going to make it to the top in this one here. All right. Well, listen, we'll look forward to the start. He's saying in a couple of months, hopefully. So, yeah, hope everything goes well. Oh, yeah, it will. No, we don't, we don't got to hope for it. It's, it's going to happen. <laughs> okay. I like that confidence. I like that. Yeah, he put more – you guys put more confidence than, than, than I am. <laughs> yeah, well, you I have no, but that, no. He, he's being honest though about the, the whole amateur and pro style. It, it does make a difference, and I've been more suited for a, for a pro style than, than amateurs for sure. What's that? What's the gym you're in at the moment in Texas? This is uh, it's O Athletic. Okay, it's in, uh, in, in Houston in the Heights. 
Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Well, listen, I appreciate your time. And like I said, this is just kind of a, um, an introduction to our viewers. If people weren't aware of you, like I said, there'll be a lot yeah. of people that do know exactly who you are and will be uh, anticipating your professional start to your career. So like I said, uh, good luck with that. And I'm sure we'll be doing plenty more interviews. Yeah. In course. Look, hey, look, I really appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much. No problem. Have you got anything else you'd like to add before we finish? Uh, no, I have nothing else to add, man. I just want to let the, I guess, let the fans know that, that I'm going to put on a lot of exciting performances, man. I, I can't wait to perform in front of everybody and, and uh, get started on my professional journey. Thank you very much for talking to IFL TV, and we'll definitely catch up with you again soon, mate. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Top man. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.